0: Quick tartare of the week. This week's parsha, Parashaski Savvay, starts off with the mitzvah of Bikurim, that when a farmer sees his fruit start to blossom, he would tie a reed around those budding branches. And then when the buds blossom into fruit, the farmer needs to take that first fruit up to the temple, recite a special prayer there, and give it to the kohen to eat. Now we know that in general, when bringing a sacrifice, it should be offered from the best quality stock of what you have. If that is the case, why does the farmer right away have to choose the first budding branches before they even turn into fruit? Why doesn't he wait until a bunch of fruit grows and then choose from that the choicest ones to bring his Bikurim? Wouldn't that be the seemingly most beautiful way to do the Bikurim sacrifice? So a thought occurred to me while I was in South Africa this past week, celebrating my son's Smichlik graduation. While there and having conversations with the locals, They kept marveling why anyone would want to live in Los Angeles or other parts of the United States, where they see all this crazy gun violence events on the news, rampant homelessness, mass illegal immigration, and expensive housing. Why would you want to live there? They queried. I marveled at the fact that here is a beautiful Jewish community, however, they are living in cities that are constantly raided in the top five most dangerous cities in the world. Their homes are all behind tall concrete walls, fortified with electric fencing. And to top it off, every day their electricity shuts down for hours at a time. Yet they are wondering why I would want to live in the United States and not in South Africa. Then it occurred to me that like everything else, an answer can be found in the Torah. In Gemara Saito Dat Mem Zayin, the people say to Elisha the Navi, We come from a good city, but we need your help because the water is bad and the land makes the women miscarry. To which the Gemara immediately asks, if the water is bad, and the land makes the women miscarry, why do they say it's a good city? To which the Gemara replies, Al A place is always beautiful or graceful to its inhabitants. In fact, there are three times this applies. A purchase or possession is always nice to the person that bought it. And a woman is always beautiful to her husband. That no matter how many problems someone else may see in something, when it's yours, it's beautiful, warts and all. And this is the same lesson of Bikurim. The farmer works very hard in his fields. Yes, objectively, other fruits may seem nicer and shinier. But subjectively, those first fruits that grow as a result of his hard work will always be the most beautiful to the farmer. They are the first sprouting after his many months of toiling and effort. And then to take those fruits, the ones that are most dear to you, and bring those to the temple, to the Kayan, to show that ultimately everything we have is from Hashem and the blessings He bestows upon us, there is no greater or more beautiful sacrifice than that. Likewise in our daily lives, especially in the month of Elul, if we remember that no matter how precious our land or possessions may be to us, yet we take the time to acknowledge that it's all as a result of the good graces of Hashem, then that in turn will inspire the Chain isha al-bayla, that the wife, meaning the Jewish people that are like the wife of Hashem, will be beautiful to Hashem, our husband. And He will shower His blessings upon us and give us a type of a teiva and a shana teiva Have a good Shabbos.